Welcome to the NRF and EHL podcast. I'm Nicole. And I'm Erin. We're sisters who are going to be talking all things life, fitness, health, and anything else random that we can squeeze into a conversation. We hope you enjoy and please share if you do. Let's get started. We're back and on schedule. (laughs) I feel like we're going to say that every week that we are successful. And I actually don't sound like I did in the previous episode as well. So hopefully it's slightly more enjoyable to listen for you guys this week. Made um, progress in the health department. (laughs) Yeah, massively. Um, So we are going to talk about a trend that is going around on social media at the moment you may or may not have seen where people are sharing the things that you may see on social media so how life goes comes across on social media for them and what is actually going on in reality and the reason that we wanted to do this is because Social media, as we've talked about a lot of times before, is a highlights reel. It shows you what people want you to see. And although there is a lot of honesty, it's still a polished version of that reality. So even if we share with you some of the things that we struggle with um, or we find challenging, it's still the version of that that we want to put across to you and is not necessarily the rule and real version. And I don't think there's necessarily something completely wrong with that because I think that it's nice to have somewhere that you can go and escape that reality sometimes. Um, and I think it's important for people to be able to keep personal stuff to themselves. We share so much online now. You don't have to bear all, you know, it is absolutely okay to hold things back to yourself. But I think what is really important and why we wanted to talk about this is because we can get swept up in it all and start to believe that that what we're seeing on social media media is the whole reality for somebody when in actual fact there is always lots of other stuff going on that that doesn't touch that grid and that has nothing to do with anything that you see on that person's socials on everybody's socials whether that person is the person your next door neighbor or a big celebrity we don't see everything and we should what you're allowed to, what you what that yeah, person what somebody chooses to show you so we wanted to do this just to show you that there is always a whole lot more going on and although you don't see that you don't need to always see that <clears throat> excuse me um it's a reminder to not compare yourself to somebody's shiny polished posts and to actually realize that every single person on social media that you follow is a real person with a real life behind those things and that's not to say that there aren't lots of really amazing things going on in people's lives that they are sharing with you and all of that but there's often more to it in actual real life and we can fall into comparison and we can fall into thinking that our own lives are lacking in some way or that we are lacking in some way or that we should be doing more when in actual fact what we're comparing ourselves is not the whole yes. one of real life yeah do you want to would you like to start with yours nicole or would you like me to start with mine i don't mind do you want to go you Should go we read them both and then we can sort of discuss further why yeah okay we yeah we don't have to go into all of what we've written i guess it was just more a wanting to share 
a bit of honesty, a bit of reality. Yeah. Okay. So this is how the post works, basically. Hi, I'm Nicole. On social media, I have a thriving fitness business in person and online, a loving husband and a gorgeous pup, an amazing family and friends around me, a body I'm proud of, an income that allows me to travel and live my life. In reality, I'm struggling with the possibility of burning out, worrying about where to go next with the studio and my business, imposter syndrome, the pressure of maintaining a body that's worthy of being a personal trainer and missing out on time with my boys because of the hours that I work. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I will read mine and then we can like go into it. But funnily enough, as we have the similar businesses, there's some um, similarities going on. Overlap. Uh-huh. So mine is, hi, I'm Erin. On social media, I have a successful business, a happy marriage. I love my body that I've worked so hard to build. I have fantastic friends and a gorgeous dog. In reality, I am struggling with some days not wanting to be Erin Healthy Life, imposter syndrome, my business failing, not being present in my relationship and being scared of my old, uh, of becoming my old self who hated her body and her life. Oh, <laughs> Well and actually, I found that quite um, like therapeutic to write that down. Uh huh. Yeah, I agree. Actually, and that's why you said to me, "Have you done yours?" And I was like, "Stop rushing me." Like, <laughs> I'm thinking because I think sometimes we do. Like, so for us, you said about being Erin Healthy Life. You get wrapped up in being Nicole Rebecca Fitness. Yeah, like I don't mean that I don't want to go to work and see my clients. That is not what I mean, but. The expectation that's expected of you. Yeah, like I'm I'm Erin Healthy Life, as in I've got to have a smile on my face. I've got to be cheerful as fuck all the time. And do you know how you're talking to my client about this this morning? Like you, we don't have a job and I don't, you know, I I wouldn't change this, but we don't have a job where if you're having a bad day or you're not feeling 100% for whatever reason, you can just go into your office get what you need to do done and go home. You have to show up as your best self regardless of how you feel. Yeah. And that is crazy, isn't it? Like, yeah. And that's what I mean by that. Like it, it, it drains, it drains your batteries constantly. uh And don't get me wrong. My job refills my batteries. Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely agree. Mm -hmm. Um, But I could go feeling shit. And oh my god, stay feeling fantastic. Absolutely. But the downside of what we do for a living is that you do have to be your best happy self all the time. And so if you are having a bad day or you're feeling under the weather or you've had an argument with your partner or whatever it may be, Bear could have been shit on his walk and it's put me in a bad mood. Like it doesn't need to be anything like that. But when I walk in those studio doors, I have to be air in healthy life. You I can't be able to switch it on. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So that's kind of what I mean by that. And also, I mean, you touched on it with one of your, um, well, I've touched on it in one of my other points about being scared of becoming my old self who hated her body and her life. Like we've both built businesses upon what we look like. And however it's much- How much you focus on the other stuff of a healthy lifestyle- you like yours particularly you became a personal trainer because you went through your own personal journey and that's what people initially followed you for so you feel the need to 
hold yourself to those standards all the time and that's that's tough as well that's like that's really tough as well and society standards of what somebody with yeah so I don't look look and act like as well if you don't train six times a week and really strict with your diet and have a six pack are you worthy of being a fitness professional and actually there's a there is research on this as well that people within this fitness space have some of the worst body image problems and disordered eating habits and um are unable to see what they actually look like and separate themselves from that because there is so much pressure to look a certain way there is so much pressure for me it I find it hard because I came from another place, a really unhappy place with myself and my body. And I've kind of sustained where I'm at plus some muscle for the last two years, really. And so I still get girls coming to me saying, I've come to you because you know what it feels like. But the problem is, is some days, like everybody else who's gone, you know, who's who's gone through any sort of lifestyle change or trying to go through a sort of, some sort of lifestyle, lifestyle change, I still have days where I think I look like Erin in 2019, not Erin now. And so (laughs) then these girls come in and a lot of my clients aesthetically are fitter than me. They would look fitter in this industry. They would look more so like they should be a personal trainer than what I do. Mm -hmm. And that can be really, really tough as their trainer and their coach, because obviously I do the online coaching now as well. It can be really tough to be the person in the space that everybody's looking up to when you don't necessarily feel like you're worthy of that. Uh Uh-huh, yeah, you don't. So I have some girls who come to me who I would say have like more developed legs or they train more times a week than I do or they might be stronger Uh within a session at all movements or certain movements. And then you start thinking, then that imposter syndrome comes in, doesn't it? What am I doing here? Standing at the front telling you what to do when actually more than me you can lift more than me or you might be deemed as like in better shape than me or and so that and that can have a really negative knock-on effect you have to be quite resilient to be able to take a step back and say actually okay I do believe that you have to practice what you preach as in like you should be living a healthy lifestyle and all of the things that we talk about in terms of like balance and and how we do things is very honest with you guys um I do think you should do that. You should practice what you preach, but that doesn't look a certain way on somebody's body. And strength is so unique and individual to each person. So actually you have to be able to step back and say, no, that's not true. Like I'm not less worthy of doing my job because that person has, I don't know, abs, for example. Yeah. Or they can squat 20 kilos heavier than me. And what is difficult sometimes but I think we have to bring ourselves back to is to be like okay no actually being a good personal trainer or online coach actually has nothing to do with what your body looks like I might draw people in on social media but just because you're walking around with a six-pack doesn't mean you know shit about how to support somebody through their fitness goals so yeah it's um that is definitely one of the things that I I find hard personally maybe we're sitting on slightly different sides of it has how we're coming at it but um the same thing it's I think as well you've got to remember that we all have bad body image days I feel like you're a very very fortunate person if you just think your shit doesn't stink and you look fantastic and if you feel like that 
then I am absolutely buzzing for you because, you know, wouldn't we all want to feel like that? But what can be really difficult is that you are kind of, you're the constant um, sponge, I guess, for people. So they come in and, you know, hopefully if you work in the fitness industry or whatever, your clients trust you well enough to share this with like their, how they're feeling or whatever with you. But a lot of the time, the girls who, as me and Nicole have like said, like deem that the, like the world would potentially deem to be in, like have a better physique than I do, will come in and say, oh, today, blah, 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 my lower stomach or my whatever it is that they're having a bad body, body image day about, which they are well within their right to be having because we all have them. That can then be difficult because, again, you're like, well, my my lower body, my lower tummy is bigger than your lower tummy or my, do you know what I mean? And it's it's just very hard sometimes to filter through it. And so that's yeah. what I mean, like getting back to like the main point. That is one of like, the reasons that I wouldn't, I personally, because I think our platforms are slightly different in that yours was very personal. You've come yeah, from, yeah, yeah. well, you have come from a different place to me, but people also, we've talked about this before, don't seem to know that I went on my yeah, own fat loss journey yeah. as well. So I am very much seen as just personal trainer and coach, whereas you're, I think, um, it's a bit more personal. See, I think people people think think it's not true, but they think I'm more related, like probably more relatable in a, in yeah, a, in in a fat loss journey mm-hmm. because... I yeah. share the fact that over the last four years, that's what I've done. Yeah. Um, so I would share my personal journey in terms of the journey that I've gone on from the start to now, but I would not go on my personal social media, on my business social media, or my personal one, to be fair, and say that I think that, I don't know, my lower stomach is horrible because it's not flat, because... I, I am very conscious of kind of similar to what you've just yeah client of mine or somebody who follows me or whatever and thinks you're in really good shape so what does that say about me and I and I hate that I'm always very conscious that sharing and being real is incredibly important but I always sit on the side of I wouldn't ever want to be real on that day with that emotion and then make somebody feel shit about themselves because you because we then can fall into a comparison of well if she thinks that about herself and she's got this life that she's showing us on social media then how does that what does that mean about me because we can fall into that side of it as well when somebody is trying to be real and raw with you you can then be like yeah but you've still got better than me and then we fall into that and that is you know on the person and how they perceive it and I know you can't do anything to control that but I'm also I'm very conscious of that I think um that I don't want to so I would like I would do a lot of posts about things like cellulite and stuff because I think you know that is a little different but I also always still with that would make sure that if I'm going to share a post about myself because I'm talking about cellulite I then this sounds awful because I don't want to share the photo, but I would like pick and try to choose the worst one so that nobody can say, but you haven't really got a lot of cellulite. But this just takes us 
all the way back to me saying some days you don't want to be Nicole Rebecca Fitness or Erin Healthy Life because this is the thought process of posting a picture of you with your cell light, cellulite in the picture. Yeah. Like you're trying to support people, but, but you don't want to upset them so, as well. Yeah, you don't want to make anyone feel bad. You don't want to make anyone compare. You don't want to, like, yeah, it's a, it's a head fuck, guys. So that is definitely, definitely a biggie. Um, yeah. is that kind of side of things and this again this is me being an absolute people pleaser is this is not to make anybody be like oh your lives are so hard yeah yeah like we're not saying we love what we do we're just trying <coughs> to remind you that what you see is what we do is not yeah that final that final photo reel whatever it might be is not the whole picture whether it's a personal post or a business post whether it's just been slung up there or not it's um there's more to it often Mm -hmm. so what was one of your other ones nicole um another one for us to discuss for a bit okay so i said and i think you've got one that is fairly similar i worry about missing out on time with the boys and i by that i mean jed and cooper um because of the hours that i work in the studio and i think a lot of people can probably relate to this because we all have busy lives and we'd like to be able to give more time to other parts of it that we don't necessarily have the time to do um and I think this very much links to another one of mine is like obviously worrying about business and and where it goes next and what to do with the studio and how to move forward with that. And in order to support that, I have to work the hours that I work, but yeah. that takes away from time my relationship and the time that I spend with the people who mean the most to me. Um, so that is definitely definitely yeah just looks like a great business and a great husband both of which are very true but behind that is a lot of work that has to go on in order to sustain both of those things and you know you're being pulled from absolute pillar to post in order to do that yeah constantly mine was mine was not being present in my relationship because I'm exactly the same as you the hours the hours you work, you choose to work in this industry and you choose to work in this industry face to face, then you are going to work early mornings and late evenings. So you have no choice about it. And that's a choice you've made and you've willingly made that. So however much it may be 4pm, you don't want to go back to work. When you're there, you're absolutely fine and you get on with it. And that's, that is what it is. But eating dinner with your husband at nine o'clock at night, um, when actually, as we discussed kind of right at the beginning of the podcast episode, your social battery is done. So I've been nice and spoken to people. And by the way, any of my girls who actually listen to this, I do like being nice to you, by the way. It's not false. <laughs> not forced. Um, yeah, it's not false or forced. But I've been nice to people all day. And then I get home and I have I sit down and I, to have dinner with Bob and I don't want to talk to him. And it's not him. I'm just so done with talking to anyone. Because that... I think each personal trainer or teaching classes. Yeah teaching classes different in terms of I would say that my level of enthusiasm and stuff yeah much higher is much higher in a class but in a PT session particularly one-to-one you're you sit at a lower kind of level but it's much more personal much more 
yeah, deep. You like, get the, that deep, into some stuff with people. Bored for so many people. It's almost like therapy, which again, I wouldn't change. I want to be that for people. And I want to show up as the personal trainer that you need on that day, which is going to look different from session to session. Um, but it's like customer service on steroids. Yeah. <laughs> because you're you actually know these people so you're you care, you care. Yeah, like, yeah that's the reason we do this job so it is yeah you you get home and you I tend to go the opposite way in that I can't shut up and Jed is literally just like wow like no, I just, I'm, I'm talking to him about work whatever's just happened I want to just reel it off as fast as possible and then I want to eat my tea and go in the shower and go to bed yeah, and like- just like not that he doesn't want to talk to me about work, but I think I just like throw it at him so fast. <laughs> he's just like, like he's winding down because he's been at home for hours and I'm like, Bleh. yeah, I'm like a mute. <laughs> mute. I literally walk through the door and I'm a mute. Actually, that's a lie. I lie on the floor with the dog and talk to him and tell him how beautiful he is. And then I'm a mute. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. It's it. So that is that really tough that if you work those sorts of hours in any job if you're working evenings and things like that which means that you don't get to spend time with the person that you live with then that can be really difficult and also like obviously those that have children as well like are you putting so much into those kids and paying attention to them and giving them what they need that when the by the time they've gone to bed and things like that and the time that you maybe used to have for your partner is now taken up by prepping for the next day and finishing off what you've not had time to do because you're looking after kids and again you're not sort of mm-hmm. ready to chat yeah. and debrief and stuff yeah. um so yeah it shows up as like these amazing relationships and stuff and like I said I would not change my husband for the world hopefully he doesn't hear that because his head is already big enough um yeah, quite big I do love Bob a lot too by the way guys I I I yeah. I would maybe get him to eat more vegetables, but that's about it. (laughs) Um, But yeah, as with all relationships, there is a lot of work and sacrifice and tears, both happy and sad, that go on behind the scenes in order to be able to have those things. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, it's not always easy sailing like it's just yeah like we've like me and jed a prime example of this i think we got married this year we've had an incredible honeymoon we had an absolutely incredible wedding um and the first half of the year was very much focused on those things and it was better than it came across on social media and hand on heart was the most incredible time but you literally celebrated, by the way, your life for like five months. Yeah, I know. Loved it. <laughs> loved it, and it really was that. There's, there's, there was no like um, you as you know because we've discussed it. I didn't find planning a wedding stressful, so I can't even say that there was a flip side to it because it was just bloody brilliant. I loved it. However, <laughs> the second six months of the year have been spent building a studio. So the time we spent together was spent in there getting it ready, running it. And so we've gone from living in this bubble that was all about us getting married and all of the things that are a part of that to not really spending very much time together at all and having to now, we are 
really trying to make the most of the weekends and making sure we're doing things together because otherwise it's like why did we get married not because we don't want to be married but because we're like passing ships in the night do you know what I mean so um yeah it's really important to work on those things and make sure that you are doing the work behind the shiny polished front yeah absolutely that's kind of again why we wanted to talk about this and actually I found it very therapeutic to talk about it and to also have written it down is that we show what we choose and we hide what we choose and that's absolutely fine but don't ever compare your life to others or or be bitter and jealous of other people's lives because in fact what you see going on online is what they are choosing to show and it's not completely 100% real life me and Nicole share absolutely everything I would say she probably she still doesn't know everything and I'm sure I don't know everything about her but we share like we talk every day we share everything she doesn't know everything because that's my everything and that's Mm -hmm. me and my choice and you know that's what I do um, and I'm sure she's the same. And and that's just something to remember is, is don't ever be, bitter is a good word actually, to be found. I'm not ashamed to use it. Bitter of other people's lives when you're really not 100% what is going on in their lives. Yeah, because-, because that's a really good point actually, because even if we take it away from social media, obviously that's sort of what we've based this around, but you can do it in the face-to-face and the personal as well, you know, with a sibling or a family member or a friend or whatever and think, yeah. oh, we've got this, that and the other and they're doing this, that and the other, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that is the whole picture. And this isn't for a second us saying that we don't have those... <laughs> lives that we oh my god the five the five the five great things I wrote down are completely genuine that's not a front that's yeah and the bad stuff doesn't take away from that either um you know we are very fortunate we're very lucky and we're very grateful for what we have what we work for what we choose to do um but there are the hard days and the feelings and all of those that stuff the worry and you know blah 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 that comes with that as well and that is always there for for everyone uh, regardless of the industry you work in what you're doing yeah uh-huh yeah so just a I... personal share we've just yeah. had some podcast therapy yeah a small bit of therapy actually i feel quite good you know but yeah i think i agree that it was um quite useful as a like kind of tool because also it makes you dial into the things that are amazing as well yeah like my amazing my amazing list was easier to write than my struggles yeah because sure. it's like okay this this is great that's great yeah. I love this yeah yeah and um, Bob will be pleased to know that he went above bear <laughs> I put mine together yeah well I was going to and then I thought I might get in trouble <laughs> <laughs> but yeah we are incredibly <laughs> grateful we do love our lives our businesses on our husbands um but we just thought it might be useful to share to give a little bit of perspective and to make sure that you remember to take a step back from what you're looking at and what you're seeing and remember that it is um just a polished version of what somebody wants to show you basically yeah okay fabulous we will be back next week final one for Christmas one more to go final 2023 podcast episode will be recorded next week yeah 
Okay, fabulous. Have a wonderful week, guys. And we hope you enjoy this episode. If you do, please like, share, comment, rate, whatever else you can do. Um, you can find us on social media at Erin Healthy Life and at Nicole Rebecca Fitness. And we will speak to you very, very soon.